Well, hello, guys. It's a little late for us, but at least I'm not tired. Welcome back to another episode of Almost Blurreds. It is your girl, Dove Cat. And I have a piece of advice before I introduce the other co-host of this show. Piece of advice mm-hmm. for you. Um, Never try to have a progressive conversation with your overly saved relatives. Oh, gosh. That's it. That's the advice. Now, you knew better. You knew better. That's it. I, I mean, you're right. I did know better. You know, but I be... Tr- I, 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 you're right. This is my fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my fault. You knew my fault. better. My fault. Don't get me wrong. I love them, but their way of thinking is very closeted and very just old school. So that was on me. That was on me. That was on me. But anyways, to my left, we have. I'm JB. I am JB. And. I am actually tired today, so we will see how this goes. I am going to fight through it, but Monday was Mondaying today, and the temperature in Dallas is over 90 degrees, and you know, when it get that hot, suddenly the heat just be draining you. Exactly. You just be exhausted. You know, I'm jealous because it was 53 yesterday, and -hmm. it was like a high of 70 today, and I'm just like, we are in May. Can we get some heat? Your girl is trying to get brown. You would have no problems doing that in Texas at all. Well, we coming. We coming. I'm coming to Texas. When you come there in the summer, make sure that you are dressed appropriately. Because otherwise you may melt. I'm just going to be naked. Sundresses and flip-flops. That sounds like Texas weather. I'm so excited to come, though, because it's like I've never been. I'm ready to eat. Because I'm fat. There's tons of places. That's all. I, when I brought my friends came, I took them to somewhere to eat every day. And, and they ready. said we did not have a shortage of food and all the food was good. Well, I'm excited. Even if I Except come for the mac and cheese. The mac and cheese is trash. But You're such a harsh critic on mac and cheese, though. But Sweet, uh, sweet Georgia Browns has good mac and cheese. Um, you will lightly clog an artery eating there, but it will be magnificent you know i got issues with the pressure um but i'm like i said i'm willing to risk it for the weekend (laughs) it's like you know is the weekend really gonna do so much that it might cause some issues i mean i work out frequently i feel like enough to offset one weekend Mm -hmm. all you gotta do is make sure to prepare for that weekend work out a lot Yep. Well, I'll take you walking. Yep. So after we eat, we can go walking somewhere, get the food moving. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. I already got this planned out. I'm ready to. Mm-hmm. We're blurred. We had homework. We did a lot of it, too. We had a lot of it. And I do remember at the end of the last episode, I said, hey, do you want to like not worry about some of the stuff and just do Moon Knight and Multiverse of Madness and a wonderful co-host of mine said, no, we can do it. And then she added in <laughs> Batman. I lied. So for anyone who was actually expecting all of those things to happen, shame on you. Exactly. For having what high we, expectations. What we did do, though, however, we made sure 
that we did watch Multiverse of Madness. Well, Wanda in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. We watched Moon Knight. And we watched Daredevil. I watched Titans, but I did not watch the Batman movie. So, I guess we can, what would you like to start with? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Do you, um, I don't know. Where we, um, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Because I'm, I'm really. I mean, because there's a part of me that feels like we can breeze through Daredevil yep. pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Go into Moon Knight, which may spark a little bit of conversation, but we both know that most of our conversation today will be about Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I guess, so Daredevil, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on the most recent episode? What was it? Something Penny and something? Penny and Dimes. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it always happens. I usually always, when I'm questionable about a character, I usually end up falling for them or hating them more than, you know, more than um, that I had initially. And with Frank, I was on the fence about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew there was some purpose um, because of the pain. I had a feeling there was some pain there, especially with the gunshot wound to his head. Um, what I was not expecting, though, um, Netflix Daredevil, um, where y'all to go into detail about how he found his child. That was a bit much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he said so much meat coming out where her face should be. And I said, sir, the visual. But anyways, I don't think I missed it. We're probably going to talk about it later. But do you, or do they say, do we find out why they killed his family? I don't know. I want to punch you. <laughs> Only because it's late and you playing. But okay. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to give that some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of Karen and Matt. I know. Not a fan. Because y'all know I don't like Karen. Something wrong with her. Mm-hmm. She is a true Karen. So much so that I wish they would change her name. Because in this day and age, it's just a little... It just hits a little too close for home. Especially with her personality and how she's such a busybody. She has can I talk to the manager, please, energy. Oh, yes. And I just be sick of her. But anyways, yeah, I'm not down with this Matt... Karen thing, and I and I know that they don't become a thing, and I'm glad about it. But it, I mean, I when I watched the episode, I just kept thinking, what if she he would have invited her up to that room with a uh, lecture sitting on that couch? Oh my god! Because <laughs> she was and just sit, sitting. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, you just gonna sit in this house? And the fact that yeah. it took him that long to notice her. You want to know what's crazy? And I am not blind. I have all my senses, right? Mm-hmm. I remember when I was living in this house. Not this house, this particular house. But like this was when I was young, dipping into doing it. I was a bachelorette living on my own. And my landlord was trying to sell the house that I was renting, which is fine. Um, which pissed me off in the long run because she wanted to sell it to me. But back then, I didn't have the money. And I, it, I would be, it would be booming right now. But that's, once again, neither here nor there. And also. The guy that she sold it to wanted to keep renting me the house. And I was like, no, because it was too much. And ended up getting an apartment that was a little more than what he wanted to charge me for rent. To be young and stupid. But anyways, I could tell when she, when the realtor came to the house, it felt like somebody was in my house or had been in my house. 
it felt disturbed, right? So how you walk in this house and not feel like the energy is off in your home? When you go there every day, you blind as hell. He was on a high well, after being out there, getting all, being fast in the street with Karen. He was about to get right. real fast. So he went up in there. He was still probably a little uncomfortable downstairs and everything. Mine ain't where it need to be. Sitting there, he, wait a minute. Hold on. Somebody right here. Did you see right. he, all raggedy pulling that knife? Like, sir, you were there, devil. And you pulled out this little ass knife. They were playing on the idea that when he or it's superheroes in general, when they get distracted, then they don't notice things that they would have noticed had they not allowed somebody to distract them in that way. That's all I can think of. Ciao. Ciao. Well, the next episode of Daredevil will be called Kimbaku. Which is going to be like? Did you say you didn't say Mbaku? What did you say? Kenbaku. Okay. It looks like it's going to be a flashback episode to show how he and Electra met ten years ago. Wow. Okay. That's oh, is that where we're going to get the scene where he smacks her on the bottom in that in that ring? Oh no. You why are you so aggy, yo? Why? (laughs) Why? Like I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't get it. But I'm going to let it ride. Mm-hmm. I'll let well, it ride. It's going to be an interesting episode. But assuming everyone completes their homework next week, which I'll have to do my homework earlier in the week because one of my friends will be. You I, said what? One of my friends is coming in time. How come your friends are always visiting you? Finally. I've been here for four years. This is the first time. When are you coming back to North Carolina? Sometime this year. I am going to be coming back this year. I just, well, I don't know how I'm going to split it because my dad wants me to see him. I haven't seen my dad since the engagement party. <gasps> so that was, you know, the end of 2019. Yeah. Almost going on three years. And I saw my mom, but I saw my mom because last year because I went home for the funeral for my mm. cousin. So it's like, I want to go home under better circumstances, but I think that when I do go home this time, it'll probably go see my dad, because I'm not, that'll be a lot of days I need to take off to go spend some time in South Carolina and then go back up to North Carolina, too. That's true. Well, look, let me know when you're going to South Carolina so I can meet Papa Cruz and he can teach me how to bachata and salsa, because my legs are ready. And you guys will be moving on to our next topic of discussion. (laughs) First of all, I don't appreciate (laughs) the slander, okay? I'm trying I'm just trying to dance with Papa Cruz, and you don't want it to happen, and I don't understand why. You know what I don't understand? What? Why in Moon Knight? We do <laughs> <get more. laughs> You're a hater, but continue on. I'll let you. I'll let you have it since you don't want to talk about me and your daddy dancing. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So we watched Moon Knight. It was the series season finale. Since it's not very clear what it means, they referred to it as a series finale. They changed it to season finale. Oscar Isaac has not said anything else about doing being more of a movie. So. think, honestly, truly, I honestly think that, that he was just telling us that to throw us off. Because I really believe that Marvel was able to at least tie him down for two seasons and maybe a couple of appearances um, in some films. Because I know, like, 
I know with Marvel, when you do these contracts, especially if they like you and you're a main character, they want to keep you on for as long as possible, which can kind of trap you and keep you from doing other things, which I get. But I really feel like he was just telling us that. So we would be like, oh, is he? Isn't he? But I think he already had it tagged down. And especially if he's the executive producer on Moon Knight as it is. So I don't know. I think they're going to come back with a season two. And I think the Oscar's going to be in it. He better be. Well, they better come back. We will see. So this episode, uh, okay, I'm going to be very honest. I was not really feeling the finale. Me, to it, but I just felt like it built us up and then let us down. Like I enjoyed seeing um, old girl as whatever, whatever something scarab. What's her name? The Scarlet Scarab. Yeah, I enjoyed her. Even though I hated her costume. Well, that's it. I actually didn't mind it. It didn't look like honestly, and maybe this was a unintentional dude. But it looked her costume gave me. Wonder Woman, this is what your outfit should have looked like if you had wings. Because, because when she did the thing, it reminded me of mm-hmm. Wonder Woman in that movie when she had hers and they were ragged and she had them on for all of two weeks. We never saw her do anything with the wings. Meanwhile, Sis was over here working the hell out of her wings. She was. It was cool. And now I just don't feel like it was unintentional. I feel like it was intentional because, you know, they already were gone. The director or whatever was already criticizing how they did Egypt in the Wonder Woman movie. So I feel like they That's were like, the we're doing all of okay. this right. <laughs> we're doing Egypt right. We're doing her costume that has wings right. We are showing y'all how this should have been done. So um, I like the, I like the fighting scenes. I love the transitions between Stephen and Mark once they were fighting together. I loved Steven fixing his outfit after he was doing all those moves and stuff and then got kicked through a wall only for um, Mark to use his little grappling hook like Batman and pull himself right back out of it and everything. There were there were some good elements to it. But in my opinion, they did not capitalize as much as they could have on Jake. A lot of people appreciated the post-credit scene, so you like you got this really cryptic reveal, and then you see Khonshu in this outfit, and basically, in my mind, is telling us that Khonshu didn't care whether he set Mark and Stephen free because the person who was literally doing the work was Jake. Jake mm-hmm. was the one taking out the people like he wanted people to be taken out. So I don't think that he was bothered by it at all. Hmm. I um. The like the later like in the season, I kind of was like kind of turned off Conshu because I was just like, sir, the way you just kind of prayed on Mark kind of bothered me, and it was weird because it was just like you prayed on him, but yet as your avatar, you had like the utmost respect, I think, and kind of care for him. Um, it was almost like Conshu was like a type of by any means necessary, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get done what I need to get done. But I will say, I think that having Jeff at the end was intentional. Because Jake, sorry, I think that was intentional only because I don't know. I think it was intentional because I think they wanted to do maybe kind of have a stepping point for season two, Um, which is why I think I think it's weird that they said that they were only doing one season Um, to kind of go into it with only thinking about one season. They would have ended it a little bit better than what they did. They kind of would have ended it like a WandaVision type of situation. Like, I feel like they ended WandaVision with like, yes, the series 
Crescent felt, you know, it had a conclusion. Everything was tied up there. But we, when you see Wanda, you kind of see where she was going to be or where we find her in Multiverse of Madness, right? I feel like they would have did the same thing for Moon Knight if they felt like it wasn't going to be a second season. And I felt like the reason why they pushed Jake to the end was because Jake was going to be the seven point for season two. And see, then I'm, I'm still in offense about it because, you know, Loki told us at the very end of his season that season two was coming. Yeah. Because I but, think Tom went into it knowing that he was going to come. come no come other back. series has had any inkling that there was going to be another season at the end of the season. So, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it only makes sense that we get a season two. But I just feel like they, I feel like that I don't, I just feel like it was a missed opportunity to let us know Jake's origin. Because we knew Jake was around. They hinted at him multiple times. We saw, saw the sarcophagus in here. We saw that someone was in there. And then it's like, okay, this is great. We have this Spanish-speaking person in here who shooting him in the back of the car with this old-ass 1950s pistol that was a silenced, which I'm still trying to figure out how that worked. But, <laughs> no, it's just... And then there were people who enjoyed the battle between Kanshu and Amit. Really? That was not interesting at all to me. In fact, I would have loved what would have made that fight interesting is if there was a moment where we saw what it looked like for people who were standing around. But yeah. We know that people couldn't see them. It looked the only like people who could see them were people who they allowed to see. Them. see them. <laughs> to me, it looked like King Kong and like Godzilla type of situation, like how they were fighting. I didn't like it at all. And like, also, I didn't like um, Ahmed. I didn't like her. Um, Love her brains, so her brains were great. She had great braids. They were. I, Downs, I like beautiful gowns. I was thinking that, but I was like, are they trying to make me make me think that Kanshu and um, Ahmed had like a thing back in the day or something? And because she was like, you can do it by my side or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah. Okay, so help me understand what, well, you tell me what you think the end of that episode meant. So, you know, after all that stuff happened, we see that obviously Mark stopped himself from actually killing this person with, well, killing our hero with the little axe thing. And then the next time we see them, like, you know, Mark is inside of the asylum or the behavior facility, whatever we're going to call it. Arrow's walking, and we see the blood from his shoes, and I'm like, okay, so what does this mean? And then at the end, we see Harrow's in the facility. So a lot of people are wondering what was real. I don't know if any of it is real. That was what I was left with. I'm just like, and my thing was, was are we to think that Arthur Harrow, like, who he is at the end, is are we to presume that this he's in the asylum? Is that what we're supposed to be thinking? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I need to go watch the breakdown from EV. There's another clue like that. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I need to go watch it because I, I know he has a breakdown for it and I didn't finish it. I didn't get to the very end. Um, so I'm interested in on what his point of view is. I'm sure he's seen some random thing on a wall that symbolizes this, that, and third. And he breathed a certain way and that meant this kind of thing. So I don't know. So I would, 
I don't know. Of, of the Marvel shows that we've had so far, I feel like this was the finale that let me down the most. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I loved it how Loki ended. I loved how WandaVision ended. Hell, even, um, I mean, minus, like, um, Sam looking like a pest dispenser, Falcon and the Winter Soldier didn't end terrible. Okay, wait, no, Hawkeye had a kind of lackluster ending for me because I just felt like they didn't use Kingpin in the way that he should have been used. They had him fighting somebody who wasn't even as skilled of a fighter and not actually throwing her through walls like she should have been. But this one, it was like, after having an episode five, uh, episode five, the way that episode five was, I expected this to have a better conclusion. And I think that that episode five, giving us such a rich backstory to Mark and Steven, is why I wanted something about Jake. Because it was so rich. It was so rich in content. It was so rich in emotion and everything. And then we get to this and it was just like, mm-hmm. y'all gonna go share this heart. Ooh, the doors are opening. Let's go on up out of here. Let's, let's go fight some baddies. <laughs> I, um, the one, one thing about this show, I wish, and this is like the little nerd in me, the little kid in me that would have loved to see more of the gods. Mm-hmm. I would have loved Which to see We didn't even get to see the real fight with that. They yeah. got ready to fight in the minutes. You know, they laid out like Peter from Family Guy on the steps. Yep. I wish we got to see more of that. Um, are we, if we get a season two, are we going to see more of them? Um, because to what tell is what is something like that? I don't know. We call it T. We call it T. We gonna call it hip hip, the T the hippo T. Um, even when she was talking to Osiris, she's like you big softy or something like that. I love how like they were talking amongst themselves. So I would have loved to have seen more of the gods, get more of a background on what's going on with this whole Avatar situation because I feel like. Maybe we could have got a, a more of an explanation. Um, also, I do want to say that um, at the end, when you know Harrow was into the you know the chamber, and they were like, "Ahmed is waking up," and I was like, "He tried to tell you, Kanshu tried to tell you, and y'all locked his ass up in some damn stone. Now look at you dead because you didn't want to believe him because you don't like him." But I don't know. I the last the last episode. I didn't really, I didn't care. It was just too many, too many, like there was too many unknowns to me. Was it real? Was it not real? What's happening with Steven and Mark if Jake is up here at the wheel? Um, what's the significance of Kanshu in this suit? And the car says Spectre, like the license plate says Spectre. Like what's up with that? Um, are we going to get an explanation to how the altar of Jake was created? And that's what I wanted. I wanted that. So, because I'm just like that. Because when they were going back and forth, when you know, when we see the origin of Steven, that could have easily, y'all could have told us during that time when there was an origin of Jake um, and why he was created. But, like, then that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of times, I think, and um, people with DID, they're, they're familiar with their altars. But it's like, Mark don't know who the hell Jake is. And it's just like, but you know, I'm actually leaning more toward that altar happening because of Kanshu and not something that Mark did. I mm. think that when Kanshu brought him back, 
it was probably another traumatic moment. Not necessarily like like dying, but like something that impacted the psyche because, you know, one, this is a person who was dying, comes back, all this other stuff. Maybe this was it was created inadvertently as a version of himself that would have fought back more than he did to not have been in that particular position. And Kanshu worked to help keep that one concealed or something. Because ultimately, like, there, there are restrictions to what Mark was going to do. We've seen, even when he was fighting those people on the roof, that there were certain things he was not willing to do. But we see that Jake is the person that is going to do whatever needs to be done without any regard for consequences and not about his business. Because <laughs> even in my mind, I'm like, when Mark and Stephen kind of became one, what was the need of still having your leg tied up to the bed? That didn't make sense to me. To me, maybe Mark is aware that something still isn't right, but since he doesn't know who it is or, or anything, that he still has that fear. Because it, that part never, that didn't make sense to me. He jumped off the bed, still tied to the bed. You and you and Stephen are buddies now. Y'all are right. to, y'all trying to, trying to unclose together. So, what's going on that has you still fearful of that? Is it just like a PTSD thing? Like you're worried? that maybe something's still going to happen? Or are you aware that there is another body, another person? I mean, they both looked at the sarcophagus. They saw that that was there. It was closed up. It happened if something is there, even if they don't know who it is. If I'm being honest, I think Jake... I could be wrong, right? I think Jake... We're never wrong. We're going to be on the box office. Right. I feel like, okay, there was a part, I can't remember which episode it was. I think it was the episode where they were kind of having that come to Jesus moment when we first get to wet it, to wet, tie it, wet it. T. We're going to call her Lady T, okay? After the infamous Tina Marie. Lady T, right? That particular episode, and you're kind of talking like Mark is telling Stephen what happened. And there was a part where he was just like, the reason why he got discharged, he was like, he was in a fugue state. Mm-hmm. Which let me, I looked it up because I didn't know what the hell it was. Um, sudden, unexpected travel away from one's home with the inability to recall some or all of one's past. I think in this period, that might have been when we got Jake mm-hmm. um, during that time. Because it, during that time, right after he got discharged, he was a mercenary. So, and like he had, he, I think maybe Jake. I mean, Jake could have been created when he was getting his ass beat by his mama. But also, I feel like to be a mercenary, sometimes you got to kind of do the nasty stuff to get what it is that you need, to get the money that you need, to do whatever it is that you need to do. So maybe that's when that altar came about. And travel, you know, you travel, and it says what, traveling one from one's home with an inability to recall some or all of one's past. Anytime Jake does anything, Mark don't remember. And Stephen like, look, that won't me. Marvel like, well, I know it won't me. Well, then who is it? So we, I mean, I don't know. I think there's, I just, I don't know. I wish there was more that we got about Jake. And maybe and we even just that. Why would you feel like it would make sense that we see a moment where Mark is being basically killed by Arthur Harrow, and then we don't get to see what how he got out of it. Mm. And watching, like, we have bonded and connected with this character. We see this stuff happen. It's like, blink, oh, well, glad you were here. But, mm-hmm. When them bullets got pushed out, 
you're going to have to pay for the Patreon to see what happens. Right. That's basically right. 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 And I hate that. Creators, stop doing that. Stop making people pay to get the good stuff. That's trash. Trash. Overall, Moon Knight was a good series. It was. Overall, it was was a good series. series. Oscar Isaac deserves all of the things. Y'all not people. Like, I haven't really heard people talking about how he really put his toe, his whole ass, in this damn role. The way that he was switching effortlessly between Steven and Mark was like, it was good. It was real good. He did so, so well. So he deserves all of the things. I'm hoping maybe it'll get some accolades, kind of like WandaVision did, because, you know, Elizabeth Olsen. Chef's kiss for all of WandaVision. And she was acknowledged and nominated for her role. Oscar Isaac did a phenomenal job portraying D.I.D. Disney did a phenomenal job showing D.I.D. Which, I mean, they have to be, in a way, rewarded for that because Mm -hmm. it was such an amazing portrayal. And they they did it just as I didn't hear any groups complaining. About the portrayal, because you know, very often when it comes to someone having some type of disability or impairment of some sort, there are usually groups that are like, "No, this is this is not how it should have been. This is disrespectful." Blah blah blah. None of that happened. So they did their homework and they did a great job. And the only complaint that they ever had was the Mandarin that the people were speaking, and that came from Cindy Lou. And even then, the person who was up over that said, "You know what?" Thank you for letting us know. We did hire an expert, but anyway, we can improve that in the future. We're all game for it. There was no, you know, sometimes people get criticized and they get, they try to clap back. It was like, yeah, you know what? You're telling me we, we could have done better. You actually speak that. I'm not going to challenge you and claim that we did amazing. Just means we need to do better. Right. So I, I can appreciate that. So this did well. The next series comes out in have you seen what they've been doing? This is going to be the third time. Uh-huh. It sounded like something like like something like a like the windows up and a car went by on the mic. What can you say that oh, again? Maybe. Um, I said, have you noticed what Disney's been doing? Marvel and Disney's been doing. No. Or this will be the third time coming up, I believe. A series ends when a new movie comes out. Hawkeye ended. Spider Man came out right then. Moon Knight ended. Doctor Strange came out right then. I think that Miss Marvel is going to end, and that's when Doctor um, that's when Thor is going to come out. <laughs> it looks like they are planning the releases of their well, shows to coincide with the release of films. But Thor comes out in July, right? Mm-hmm. Miss Marvel when starts in June. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Miss yep. Marvel starts on June the eighth, which means I, I pull up a calendar real quick. So June the 8th would be on a Friday. If it's doing like everything else, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, it ends on July the 8th, which is the day that Thor premieres. They are coinciding their series with movies, and that is so smart. <laughs> it is. Because, I mean, I am consuming all the Marvel content. I am here for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Look at what they're doing, so. Which means that the next movie after Thor, what comes out after Thor? Black Panther? It has to be. I think so. Wakanda Forever comes out November 11th. They better before Avatar. 
What series? Is it She-Hulk? I didn't think we were getting She-Hulk this year. I, 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 they still have it listed as a 2022 film. Hmm. When does um X-Men 97 come back? I think that's next year. Have they, X-Men 97 is already on Disney Plus, right? Yes. Because I need to watch that. The whole thing. I need a refresher before it comes out next year. But if She-Hulk is coming out this year, then what would be coming up after She-Hulk? The movie? What movie coming out for She-Hulk? It would be Black Panther, right? I think so. Because we know that there's going to be a Halloween special. Mm. Uh-huh. And then we have She-Hulk, too. So if they're doing this, then I think we can almost expect that a month before every movie will be a new series. So that it can end. And they keep ending in the same exact week. Mm. That a movie comes out. That's intentional. Mm-hmm. Everything they do is intentional. Every single thing. That's why I'm just like, I don't care what it is. Y'all better pay attention because they are planting, spreading all the breadcrumbs for us to connect the dots for these movies. Because, um, and we, I will, we'll get to Multiverse of Madness, but there was somebody on TikTok. I think it was that Jay Stoops girl. You said her makeup was bad. Anyways, her, she was just like that. They didn't spend a lot of time kind of going over trying to build the scene for what's going on right now with um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. They are, this film is like, she said she felt like the film is kind of going into it with the expectation that the person who is watching it has watched everything up to this point. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if that's what they're going to be doing going forward. And I'm not shows mad at that. That the TV. I, I don't mind it, but it does cause me to feel a little uncomfortable for casual moviegoers because this this movie would have required that someone had watched WandaVision for them to technically know well not technically they really didn't go into detail about Loki but Kevin Feige mentioned that the only reason that any of this stuff was able to even take place is because Sylvie killed remains and then you know they referenced Spider-Man so they would need to know that type of stuff they wouldn't have known who Mordo was if they hadn't watched the original Doctor Strange. But some of those things are given. Like, if you've been going to the movie, you should have seen that. But the WandaVision piece, I think, is a thing that could be problematic in the future. Where if they have some of these shows that are so integrated into the movies, mm-hmm. and people are not... I mean, because you're basically saying, if you want to truly understand this, you need to sign up for a service and pay another bill. And watch these shows so that you understand. Mm-hmm. And I like I get it for us hardcore Marvel fans. That's perfectly fine for us because we're willing to spend whatever coin we need to spend to I'm understand. It. I'm I'm it. So, but I'm like, I know a lot of people who went to go see Doctor Strange, and they were incredibly confused because they may have remembered what um, Wanda looked like. But none of the stuff made sense for why she was doing what she was doing. Right. And you uh-uh. literally needed to know all of that to understand why she was so dead set on getting her kids and where this book came from. I just, I text my husband. Maybe he'll respond before we, um, before we finish. But I asked him because he hadn't seen WandaVision. He hadn't watched it. And I'm not really sure if he completed Loki. But I asked him, I was just like, do you feel like you missed out on anything with Doctor Strange because you didn't see WandaVision? So I'm, hopefully he'll respond so I can give his response. But. Yeah, Brian did. He was looking at it. He's like, he was like, I like that it 
moved fast. He's the type of person yeah. that if you I'm from watching a movie, you got to catch my attention in the beginning. Cause if you don't, then I'm gonna tune out. I'll probably go to sleep. Well, at least it was as soon as it the credits was on it. But he was like, <laughs> he kept fussing about America. What was he saying? <laughs> Just use your damn powers. And I was like, well, she don't know how to. Like, so you mean to tell me she don't know, she never sat down and was like, let me try something. And that's literally what it sounds like. Sis never actually tried to use her power. She sent her mama, moms off. She went off and she was like, well, I guess I'll just stay here. And then she kept saying that she had gone to, what, 72, 73 different universes? Mm-hmm. So what would, would, would you running from bees every time and got scared and jumped into another one? <laughs> like, what, what was going on? Like, I don't know. But I guess since we are talking about this, can we can we can we talk a little bit, just a little bit about Avatar and what you thought about that teaser? Um, I'm not interested right now because <laughs> all it is is beautiful. I, I described it in the TV group at work as it felt like I was watching a commercial advertising Planet Earth three. <laughs> Because it was very beautiful. We've seen all the swimming animals and the water and the species of people. And, ooh. But if you have no actual dialogue, what about this is, should be making me interested in seeing this? For a movie that has a sequel coming out a million years after the original, you don't have to do more than just show me how beautiful your movie is because beauty ain't going to make me want to sit in the seat. Beauty didn't have me watching Planet Earth 2. I um I was I was just blown away by how beautiful it looked. I was like, this shit just looks even better than the first. This is gorgeous. But I'm not really sure what's going on with the story. Um I'm not not really sure what's going on. Not really sure. I want to go back and I'm gonna do this once we get off the thing. I'm gonna go back and see if I can find a trailer for the first one because I don't remember the first one being real talky talky either. I don't remember nothing about the first one. Okay, so this movie has a budget of $250 million. Really? So an extra $50 million has it looking like this. And I say an extra $50 million because most Marvel films have a budget of $200 million. Mm. So an extra $50 million made this that beautiful. I mean, it also took them 50 years to create it, so they yeah. had plenty of time to edit it and make sure it looked the way it did. I guess if Marvel and them had that same amount of time, they probably could do the same thing. But, oh, Michelle Yeoh is in it. Who, Michelle Yeoh is in Avatar? Mm-hmm. She's going to be Dr. Karina Moog. And Vin Diesel apparently is in this, too. Uh, look, Vin Diesel is not in this damn movie talking about fans. <laughs> <laughs> he in there. I thought it was beautiful and I can't wait to hear the stories. Um, and let me tell you something, okay? Y'all know I love me some Zoe Saldana. I love my girl. I love her. But her as Natiri, you better get a backbone, sis. I ain't got time, sis. You over here looking all distraught. I know you got 80 kids. I know you're looking distraught, but I'm gonna need for you to get a backbone and be strong like every other character you play. <sighs> That's it. That's all. That's because that's who Jake was talking to, trying this to reassure is the description her. of Avatar: The Way of the Water. What they talking it begins about? to tell the story of the Sully family, the trouble that follows them, the lengths they go to keep each other safe, the battles they fight to stay alive, and the tragedy they endure. That One of the babies on that twentieth century. How many children does she end up having? I think she. Wait a minute. Don't get me lying. I think she got okay. four, three or four. Okay, so- so yeah, it looks like they have 
Natiam, Lorak, um, Tukiri, Siraya. No, no, Siraya is not one. So one, two, three. There you go. Okay, so it looks like three, maybe? Three. I'm going through. Yeah, to Yeah. Three. They have two sons and a daughter. Yeah, a little one. She little. Um, She's eight years old. I have a feeling. These are my early theories, right? Two theories actually. One, as I'm looking for the picture of the kids. One, I think that um, either these two clans are beefing, and the water clan is mad at Jake for some reason, or don't really trust them because of. The fact that he not really one of the people and one of these babies, one of the kids is going to like one of the kids and they think it's going to bring them together. That's one of my theories. My other theory is they're going to be beefing in the beginning, but then something's going to happen with the humans and they're going to join forces and beat the humans again. But um, I could be wrong. I think I read somewhere that that each of the sequels is going to focus on one person. I think within the Jake Sully family or whatever. I don't know how that works with them. Um, but did you know that these movies only got pushed out because they were trying to develop new technology to do? Didn't we say I didn't think that was the reason, but I think that was the reason. It says uh, Cameron announced the first two sequels in 2010, which would have been only four years after. So they were going to be aiming for a 2014 release of The Way of the Water, which would have been eight years out. It says, however, the addition of three more sequels to the first one and the necessity to develop new technology in order to film performance capture scenes underwater, a feat that had never been accomplished before, led to significant delays to allow the crew more time to work on the writing, pre-production, and business. Um, yes. I thought, but see, I knew that was the case for the first one because he said it took so long to make because the technology that they needed to make it look a certain way hadn't been created. Like, I think... The company that they use Weta or something. I think that's who they use, Weta. Um, and Weta had to literally create this performance capture type of situation, like for it to look that way, which is why it took so long for them to make it. But I didn't realize they still had the same issue going into the rest of the projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the um their issue was basically they wanted the underwater sequences to look a certain way. You know, well, unlike looks, what DC did with Aquaman. Um, it looks gorgeous. The film will heavily feature underwater scenes actually filmed underwater with the cast and performance capture. Mm-hmm. Blending underwater filming and performance capture being a feat never accomplished before, it took the team a year and a half just to develop a new motion capture system. Because Kate Winslet is in this. Um, mm-hmm. She said her role is actually kind of small. Is it? She said... Her character's name is Ronald. She said, Ronald's a pivotal character in the ongoing story, but relatively small comparative to the lengthy shoot since all of her scenes only took a month. Oh, because she was saying that, um, well, she, for it to only be a month, she trained to be able to hold her breath for an extended amount of time. Like She set a record. Trained to do that. I'm like, you, girl, you're doing a lot to not be in it that much. Yeah, she said that she learned, um, she said while filming an underwater scene, she held her breath for over seven minutes, a new record for any film scene shot underwater. She trusts okay, so She trusts James. I would have just died. Me too. Just would have, me too. But yeah, she definitely, I forgot that um, James Cameron did Titanic. And um, let me tell you something. 
James Cameron ain't no slouch. I mean, he's done some really big ass films. Yeah, most of his films are massive. I mean, thinking about it like this, Terminator Two visually it still holds up in twenty twenty two. Really? I, I watched it not too long ago, and it still looks good. Like, yeah. you know, obviously, if it was during now, like these days, it would look completely different. But mm-hmm. for a movie, then I watched, and I was like, the transitions and the body and everything were still pretty dope. Oh, this man loves to get married. You uh, talking about I just happened Cameron? to look over, and I saw that he's been married to Jan- Sharon Williams, Gail Ann Hurd, Catherine Bigelow, Linda Hamilton, and Susie. So I sent you a picture. Um, sensual picture of the kids. But what's crazy though is that they've been filming so long, these kids don't even look like this no more. They literally grown. The baby went to college. This was posted back in 2017. I haven't gotten the picture yet, but I'll check it out when it finally comes through. So, oh, it's on Instagram. Um, I sent it to you on Instagram. Oh, on Instagram. I was looking for my text. I had my phone to do not disturb, so I didn't even know. Mm. But yeah, those that's that's the kids. Um, and looking at this white boy. Everybody else is of color, except for the one on the very end. I think the the one in the middle is the one that's human, and they've adopted him. Uh, he be walking around with a mask on. I'm like, boy. So, I don't know. I'm excited. Yep. I don't need that much dialogue. I'm going to be in there in December. I mean, I, I made an appointment. I made an appointment to um, see the doc. I'm going to make an appointment to see the way of water. Okay. Well, I will go watch the way of the water. I'm fearful that it's going to be an incredibly long film, and if I go with Brian, he will sleep. Oh, um, did they say it was going to be long? I mean, the first one was 162 minutes. That's long movie. That's, mm-hmm. that's like two hours and 40-something minutes. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, I know that you are a huge fan of the Avatar movies. I am. I know you are. But, but. it was boring to me. Oh, you're trash. It was beautiful, but I was like, dear God, this is, like, when do things happen? Like, I, <laughs> like, it's just like, oh my God, all they do is talk, they walking through all the little glowing things. It was like a little love story that didn't make sense to me because his ass is real, but he fell in love with a fake person, a fake thing. I'm just like, no. So somebody made a post that said, oh, they made uh, a sequel to the, the largest movie ever re- released before, and it's it was incredibly boring. And so many people were like, oh, it was good. And so many other people were like, oh my God, it was a drag. And like, I just, in my mind, I think it had to be something y'all could have cut out of this. I think, I don't know, because I remember, because I, I, I own it, and I also, I've watched it a couple of times on like Disney Plus. Like when I'm like, a lot of times when I'm cleaning and stuff, I'll just put stuff in the background so I can just have something in the background. Sometimes I put on Avatar. And I'm thinking back, a lot of stuff they cut out, I feel like a lot of stuff they could have kept in. There's one particular part that I feel like they should have kept in and maybe cut some other stuff, but I can't even talk to you about it because you don't. (laughs) Anyways, okay, I'll give you the brief part. You know, Laz Alonzo was in this movie, right? I don't know. I can't think of his name. Dang, Uh, this was a movie that I didn't watch again after I saw it the first time. Okay, so I, hold I on. It says his name was Sute? Sute. 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 All right. So basically, Sute was supposed to get with Zen, um, I said Zendaya. Zoe Saldana's character. They were made it. They were supposed to be. And of course, Jake came in and stole the day with no legs. 
stole it right away, right? So that was some strife for them. But then um, they end up kind of building a relationship or whatever. And what I didn't like was that they cut that whole part out. And it like, they cut that whole part out. And then the part at the end where he dies, you actually, because when you watch the movie, you don't see him die. You just assume that he dies because he falls from his plane. But he ends up being killed by Jake. But it's like a mercy killing type of situation. But I wish they would have kept that part in. So you can see the transition. Three hour, fifteen minute movie. No, but they could have left that. They could have left that part in with the relationship with Sute and cut out something else. Like I didn't care about. Um, there was a part where um, Sojourney Weaver's character is dying. We didn't have to have that part. Y'all could have just shot her and she could have died, and we would have been done with that. A lot of stuff I would have cut out to keep some of the other stuff that I saw that like they cut, um, or out of this. The special, they have the DVD or whatever, all the extras and shit. They could have kept a lot of that extra stuff in and took some of the stuff that we got in a theatrical release out, I feel like. Um, but anyway. I watch it, y'all, because it would have been too long. Like, this man is notorious for making long-ass movies. Titanic. Titanic was 195 minutes. That's three hours and 15 minutes. I remember. I remember. I remember it being on two tapes. I remember it. I remember going to see it in the theater. I remember going to see it in the theater in Kinston, right? For some reason, was it in? I think. I could be lying, but I remember. Do you remember the theater that was in the plaza? Yeah, that was the one that I was going to say. You must have saw it in the plaza. That's why I think I saw it. The other one opened until we were probably close to high school. Yeah. So the one in the plaza, I went to go see Titanic with my uncle and Ty. And I remember going. It was around the holidays. And um, I remember there being an intermission, and I was like, "They don't do that no more." I would love a break, yeah. but he. I don't not... need to see no movie that got an intermission because I'm gonna go home. <laughs> I'm gonna no go home. home. I'm just assuming that I didn't need to see that part. No way home could have had an intermission. That would have been great. It was already long. Uh, Justice League needed an intermission. And we got we got six intermissions. or however many episodes it was. So I don't I don't know. But anyways. I'm super excited for um, Avatar. JB is not, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's I'm going to watch it because I think it's going to look great, but I'm just, I'm already assuming it's going to be another one where we're just going to have to listen to these people talk a whole lot. They're going to fight with their little arrows at the two hour mark. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like, I just. See, you're going to love it because you're very, very invested in that Avatar ecosystem and those characters. And I'm a, I'm just scared I'm asleep. So I'm going to have to make sure that I have a Celsius drink before I go. And we'll just go from that. I probably won't eat before I go. If I eat, I'm going to be sleepy. And I will, you know, I got to have them recline the seats. And you know, if I get too comfortable. Y'all are these recline seats. I'm, well, I'm going to be there. I need to go ahead and make my appointment. Mm. Which, It'll be empty in there. Which is crazy. It is. It probably will be. <laughs> it's crazy because I think, and I have to whisper this part because my son is supposed to be asleep, but he might not be. We're taking him to Disney. And, oh, yeah, you told me that. And we're, that, we're leaving like a couple days after that. So hopefully I'll have the time for it at work. But if not, I'm just sick. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm gonna be up in there. I got to be in there. I don't want to miss nothing. I got to be the first to see it. So 
I don't know. That's it for Avatar. I wanted to talk about it. I guess we can go into Multiverse of Madness now. Oh, mm-hmm. my husband said that he didn't feel like he missed anything by not seeing WandaVision. Oh, I had to explain things to Brian because he was looking at it and I said, hold on. Before it really got into it, I was like, okay, this, you haven't seen WandaVision. She created her. I tried to give him a really quick time. She created her own little world, created her own kids. She had to give up her kids and it ended with her finding out that her kids existed somewhere else. And he's like, oh, okay. Because if I hadn't, it would just been like another uh, crazy white woman who's out here deciding she's going to take somebody's kids, like uh, the hand that rocks the cradle but, uh, with superpowers. Mm. So that's basically what it was. I am a woman who wants these kids and she basically acknowledged that she was probably going to kill the other Wanda so she can have them. <laughs> but, okay, so, Wanda, Wanda in the Multiverse of Madness. Y'all, we both said that we were going to be rooting for her no matter what. Wasn't it hard? It was Didn't really hard. hard. It was so hard to root for Wanda. Like, so hard to root for her. Because, you know, the whole time I was thinking, I was like, in my head, I'm like, girl, if you don't pop lock and drop it for a man so you can get some babies and stop playing with us. She wanted those babies. I'm like, girl, like, what is we what is we doing? Like in the beginning, I was like, you know what? She told Strange up front, look, give me that girl. And I ain't gonna bother y'all. Y'all got into sundown to give me that girl and we can go about my business. And they said no. And she said, you know what? I was being real reasonable. Now I gotta not be reasonable. And I was like, you know what? Y'all deserve it. She told you what she wanted. You could have gave that girl over. You don't know that girl. I think, right. I think it's crazy, though, that the whole time Wanda has always just been like, look, you don't mess with me. I don't mess with you. Right? Um, Which, it would have been this way in this, too, had they not, she not fallen into our universe. She would have right. gotten the girl. <laughs> and um, it's just like... <laughs> She took that to the damn extreme. Because I was just like, girl, you are crazy as hell. <laughs> you are bad shit crazy. I love that she used basically all of her powers. We saw every power that she's ever introduced to us at any point in time. We finally got to see her playing in people's head again in the movie. And, you know, she tried it with Agatha, but Agatha was girl, get up out of here. um, she y'all know I love me so Wanda but I have said since WandaVision that it is time for her art to crest and we need to go on to something else Mm -hmm. because it's getting tired and it's dragging that she's so sad and she's acting this way out of grief and I'm just like but the sad part is that that's really exactly what's happening in the comic books with her. And then was that's and that bothers me too. She it's just finally like, got her own redemption now. Because she was written by men who did this to her. Like it's gonna be hard pressed. I know that you know she's following you know the trend that they've had when they created her. But you, it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard to convince me that there was any female writers who were writing her like that. But I think it also came from the fact that they were not anticipating that Scarlet Witch was going to be as popular as she ended up becoming. Yeah. Like, she was just made as a character at one point. And it was just like, oh, she's here. But then she's seeing people, like, gravitating to her. And then 
they had a character whose powers hadn't really been fleshed out. So they were like, oh, we really can. She's a mystery. She's always been a mystery. We can really do anything. And I, I, I hate that they did it, but they used her to redo and reinvent their comics. Mm. I think that there was a point where people were still invested in comics, but it started to get a little stale. And then Wanda, a character whose powers have been unlike anything that any other characters in the comics really had, they're like, oh, we can use her to spark that interest. There's so many people that started reading House of M after the fact when they found out Sis got rid of basically 95% of the mutant population. It's like, yo, like, what? That's what the only thing that made me go back. I was like, how the hell she managed to do that? And then, so I, I think, but I agree. I doubt that there were, in fact, let me look it up. Let me see. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just tired. It's like, I, I feel like it's tired to have this woman up here just be this one dimensional character. And the reason why she's acting like this is because of grief. And I'm just like, and now don't get me wrong. Grief is a powerful thing. And I've seen some people do some crazy shit grieving somebody. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just tired. This is just tired. And I'm just ready for her. I, I'm this. I'm okay. So I'm not sure if I think she's dead, but I don't feel like she's dead. Like, I feel like she's going to come back. And one of these. No, go ahead. Huh? I'll, I'll pick you back up for that when you're done. Go ahead. Okay. One of the guys I saw on TikTok was talking about her powers, um, which is funny because he was commenting off of this um, this white creator's post, and he had all these comments about him bullying him. And I was just like, okay. Anyways, he talked about all these powers, and when he said one of her powers was resurrection, and when he said that, I was just like, well, then she not dead. Matter of fact, I feel like the chaos magic was just like, uh-uh, gotta be quicker than that and probably protected her from getting trampled by them rocks. Yeah, so you know, in like the comment, at the House of M, she disappeared. She went away for like six, seven years, just disappeared. She went mm-hmm. into isolation. I have two theories. Either this, this movie set up her going away and this is going, in my mind, this is the perfect way to bring Agatha back into a storyline that connects to Wanda. Mm-hmm. Because Wanda always, she said at the end of WandaVision, she said, if I need you, I know where to find you. Right. In the comics, Agatha was more of a mentor to Wanda. I think that this is going to be a good way for that to potentially happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she is dead, I think that us knowing that the in what are they calling incursion, mm-hmm. incursion is coming. I think that the what is the Earth that we saw that the Illuminati was in, the Earth of our six one six. If they do collide, it's it's going to create what I think is. Let's say they join. Mm-hmm. They say it doesn't happen like the other universe did, where. It obliterated everyone who was there. Mm-hmm. That would be their way of introducing the X Men. Oh, because oh, it's coming. Because if, if, if Professor X is there and it's the '90s uh, Professor X, then that means that the Wanda we were looking at is a mutant. And one thing that I've been telling people that I have not quite understood is what powers does that Wanda have, and is this a universe where she had these kids? For real, for real, mm. or are we looking at? 
because this is what I was thinking about this on the way home. We saw in Multiverse of Madness that people, when they were dreaming, the dreams that they had were actually different universes basically coming through in their dreams. What if Westview was created because Wanda was dreaming about this other universe where these kids and this house and everything already existed? So it wasn't just something that just magically appeared. It was basically what she had been dreaming about this whole mm-hmm. time, and it manifested into Westview. That, and Because I was also thinking, where's Vision? If these kids are here, where's Vision at? Because They don't talk about him, which I thought so was if, weird. Because I'm like, if Vision... Okay, so watching Evie's, because we're besties, Evie's video breakdown for this, he showed that, you know, when they showed the end result of the Thanos battle, we saw Thanos dead on the ground. Mm-hmm. So he had the, the gauntlet on his hand, but he only had five of the stones. He did not have the mind stone, which mm-hmm. is the stone that would have been in Vision. So in that universe, he never got done, which means Vision never died. Right. So in my mind, I'm thinking that she had her happily ever after there, but Vision is a robot. How would she have had the kids? Where are these kids coming from? Or is it that for whatever reason, in this earth, they were not bothered by the fact that Wanda created her own universe. I mean, her own world. They were like, you know what? She ain't bothering nobody. Maybe it was, maybe she created, but it wasn't out of pain. Mm-hmm. It was out of joy. Mm-hmm. She had the house, but she wanted the kids, so she created her kids. Wait. Oh, God, y'all. <laughs> okay. In the comments, Wanda. She doesn't, okay, so she creates her kids or whatever, but then I think that Agatha is the one that erased her memory of the kids. Mm -hmm. So what if we're seeing Wanda before her memory was erased that she had manifested these kids over there? Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm just wondering if it's going to play out to where, like, these kids gotta go. The version of an actor that must exist over there, who may already be a mentor to her, mm-hmm. erases. What do we end? Then that ends up being where I wonder if that would they would erase the mutants. Because that's what caused the whole erasure of the mutants. And if they're existing there, and she's going crazy and doing all this stuff, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this. I think you said that are you know in this particular universe where we see. Um, Professor X, right? Mm-hmm. I honestly think that Wanda is a mutant in that universe, mm-hmm. like outwardly. And the reason why I say that is because they keep they keep showing Billy and Tommy wearing the colors that they wear in the comic books, and it correlates with that. They just haven't said it yet. And but why um, were they using their powers? Well, when, when Wanda showed up and was choking old girl, they started throwing toys and shit at her. That's what I was just like. I'm like, well, where are they using their powers? That was, I thought that part was weird too. Unless you know that typically mutant powers activate at a certain point in time in someone's life, and they haven't activated yet. Maybe they hadn't. They hadn't had that moment that triggered. Now, granted, I feel like that that generally only happens when it is like someone who has the mutant gene passed down to them, but not a. Visioning. Because like, there's a person. disconnect. There's a disconnect between the show 
in the movie then. Because if we were to have watched, supposed to have, if Marvel is thinking that we've already watched all this stuff before coming into this movie, right? Then why is it that there is a disconnect between the movie and the show with the boys already having their powers manifested as the, the age that they are in the movie and what they are in the show? Um, they must have filmed it real close because they really look like the same age. They don't look like they've grown at all. Um, but if in the show they have their powers, but here they, they're throwing toys and they're scared or something, I don't know. Maybe in this particular universe, their powers hasn't manifested yet. And Did you get any indication at all that the Wanda in the universe that we were looking at actually had powers? Yes. Well, she didn't do anything like crazy. Like the, the only time they really showed that she had powers was when she was leaving that dimension where the book was. She just yeah, said, my voice, and she flew. And that was and after. That's what, that's what I've been. I've been thinking about that scene a lot. That specific scene a lot because I was like, did, did her hands go red when she yes. flew, or did she just jump up? She no, they turned red. I thought because her hands I was thinking red. about when Christine and America jumped down. It wasn't like they jumped down, and it was almost like gravity was not a real thing because they jumped down. No one landed. Like oh, I dropped from a far distance right. or anything, so I couldn't tell. She when she flew when she took off she said my boys she kind of did like that I thought I thought I saw red I could be wrong okay. but I thought I saw well, red you, you might be right because I you know I I was I was still super <laughs> but yeah uh oh sorry guys it's starting but um what was I about to say but yeah I don't know I think I think I think with Professor X I think it's safe to say that those boys and Moana are mutants in that particular universe they've. They haven't said it. Like they still haven't called them mutants in our universe. But um, I think that's intentional. I really think that's intentional. And also, I think it was also intentional. They are setting up secret wars or whatever they're gonna call this thing with the incursion. And and I should have saw it earlier when Christine was talking about this is Earth six one six. We are Earth eight six eight or whatever they called it. And I was like, why is that important? Well, I think that also shows that that particular universe had a very in-depth knowledge of the multiverse. Yes. To the point that they were labeling all of these places, whether, because, but then watching Evie's breakdown, apparently this isn't the first time that 616 was referred to as Earth 616. Hmm. Um, it was referred to Earth 616 in Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, they did say that. Yeah, the uh, Mysterio said it. He mm-hmm. said, I'm from this one, even though he was lying. Liar. Like, he did talk about how he knew about the multiverse, and, and he could have very well known about the multiverse, but he was just lying about where he came from. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, and then he mentioned another time that it was um, Loki. He said that there was a moment in Loki where there's like a tape that's printing out, and you can see that it had Earth 616 on the paper. Oh. So this isn't the first time, but it makes me wonder. Will any of the movies, like Fantastic Four, that we know is coming eventually, will we end up seeing movies that are taking place in other Earths leading up to Secret War? I think they're going to have to start doing that. Uh, So that we know whenever Secret Wars comes, when we know, all right, if we're seeing two Doctor Stranges, I think we need to know like what Earth they come from, right? So we know what ours looks like. So in the incursion, well, damn, if it's the one that we've seen, the two that we've seen, then he dead anyway, so mm-hmm. I one guess it don't that, matter. 
one thing that EV mentioned, which I thought was actually pretty interesting, he said when they went to, I think, what Earth is it, 836 or something? I don't know. Sounds like it's made up a number. He was talking about when America and Stephen are walking up the streets, and the people that are walking up the street too, everybody had an umbrella. Everybody had an umbrella. Every single person that was walking up the street had an umbrella. He said, if you notice on all of the buildings, especially the building of the, the sanctum, it was grass growing everywhere. It's very luscious. Very, yes. And he was talking. He was like, it's almost like these people here are accustomed to a lot of rain. He's like, like rain that might be made by a mutant named Aurora. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I think the EV is one of Storm's biggest supporters for her to be badass. Do you hear me? He can't wait. <laughs> he is excited for Storm, okay? And then he did highlight that there was still an empty seat on the Illuminati what on the it? stage. He said that he um, pointed at it on his little video. The seat on the far right was an empty seat. And well, maybe he's wondering if it was, if, I thought it was, was the seat that was intended for Tony, Tony Stark. I think it was Dr. Strange. Because I'm, but you know, they didn't like him like that. <laughs> I mean, they didn't. But in the end, he was a part of the Illuminati. And then when they killed him, his seat would be empty. Would, would they keep his seat if they killed him? I guess. I guess not. I guess they but would probably like, have killed it with somebody. He was kind of hinting at that maybe that was the seat that would have been from a deleted scene that included the Supreme Iron Man, mm. which would have then explain why the Ultron robots were there. Because there was no explanation for why the Ultron robots were there. None. He was like, either he did that or they're just going to have us believe that Reed Richards instead was the one who created the Ultron robots. And right. Because he has the technology and the knowledge to do something like that. Do you think John Krasinski is coming back as Reed Richards? Or do you think this was just something that they were, it was fan service? I think that he is. Um, there's a, there are a lot of rumors that the Fantastic Four movie may not take place in present day. Mm. I mean, if that does happen, then we can leave up to that. But it does make me wonder. Um, I mean, he dies. <laughs> he does, but, 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 but. Um, he also said, and, okay, two point. He also said when Doctor Strange was looking at him, he was like, "Aren't y'all from like the nineteen sixties or something?" So there probably is going to be a flashback. But also, um, it is an opportunity, right? He could very well play a different Reed Richards from a different multiverse because, I mean, is it possible? It is possible for everybody to look different, like Captain Marvel, right, and Captain Carter. However, it seems like Doctor Strange looked the same in every universe that he was in. And I don't know if they made him look the same because it's his movie or what. Or if... I mean, he, he might just be that in our universe. <laughs> mm. because, because even... Because the incursion is going to happen between the two universes that we saw in this movie. Mm-hmm. So if he's already dead there, there's probably a version of him in ours. We just haven't seen him yet. Right. Which is probably why, if they do it, it might be taking place in like years ago. Yeah, and then something that's going to pop up that makes them make sense in present day, kind of like how they stumbled through that with the Eternals. Yeah, I, and honestly, they probably. I, I'm thinking I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Ev, as you like to call him, Eric Voss has this theory that okay, he thinks you can't call him that, y'all. Not besties. Oh my bad. Sorry, Eric Voss, <laughs> new rock star. Since I'm not on, you know. <laughs> acronym nickname basis with Eric Foss. Um, 
he has always said that that little city in um, Ant-Man 2, he thought might have been Chronopolis, which where um, Kane is rain, you know, raining over them. Um, he also thought that maybe his theory was is that Hank Pym, all of them, Reed Richards, everybody knew each other from back in the day. And something happened and they got stuck in the quantum realm and they kind of got stunted and that's he thinks that they're in that little city that they keep showing and um which is a possibility but to get back to my point honestly i feel like if they're going to keep john krasinski as reed richards then i think it's okay for him to look the same because stephen strange looked the same in all of his um so oh i also noticed i noticed that all the doctor strangers from each of these universes were the same which I thought was interesting that they're all this. They all have the same personality traits. They all have the same um, asshole tendency. Thought was interesting. I really did. Um, okay, so one thing that I started looking up when I was watching this is um, Reed Richards mentions that he has kids. Yep. So I looked them up. Um, he has a daughter and a son. It's the son that is most interesting to me. Mm -hmm. The son's name is Franklin um, Richards. In the comics, apparently an adult version of Franklin Richards is stronger than Scarlet Witch. It says that Franklin's powers um, possesses the power to warp reality. It said to make any thought and desire come to fruition, even up to a cosmic scale. scale he's able to rearrange the molecular structure of matter and energy that field. He has subconsciously created his own pocket universe, encompassing a virtual replica of Earth 616. Um, they actually, like some celestials and other strong people, have described him as being whom the celestials felt was on par with themselves. So he's just a person that even celestials think is just as strong as he is. They are. Um, is it's, he good or bad? Um, it looks like he's good. Um, says he has vast psionic powers that have manifested as tele telepathy, telekinesis, energy blast, concussion, concussive uh, force, preconnection, and astral projection. Hmm. He literally sounds like Wanda. He does, the male version. <laughs> mm -hmm. hmm. And what if, you know, because we've talked about this young Avengers thing, what if. Oh, they're building them. They're, what if they're, I mean, it's they're coming. Gonna be coming? Um, but I know that Wanda's son also um, kind of has like some type of like version of like chaos like magic as well. I don't know. It just seems like there's going to be a lot going on there. Wiccan and but, Speed. And I'm assuming Wiccan is the one with the power like his mom. Mm -hmm. Which I think he becomes really strong over time. Um, I don't know. Everything is intentional with Marvel. The fact that they have, they keep having those boys and the clothes that they are in the comics. I think that's intentional. I think it's intentional that Reed Richards said that he has children. That's intentional. I think nothing, we cannot say anymore that anything is like a throwaway or fan service. I don't feel comfortable saying that because I was, y'all, it was crazy because I was adamant, adamant that Quicksilver was not something that they were just throwing up for the fans. I just refused to believe it. Because if that was the case, they would have just hired somebody else. It was intentional that they hired somebody from Fox to be Quicksilver 
And Kevin tried to lie to me and say that it won't. It is true because this was like this was prior to all the multiverse stuff coming up. So I don't trust Marvel. So I'm but holding watching, on to everything. Watching WandaVision again, Akatha basically said, Oh, I just chose him and just gave him the persona of your brother because you were so distraught that you would have been happy with seeing anyone if you, they did anything that half resembled the person that you lost. And nope. I don't, I don't, don't think, I don't see it coming back. I don't see them going back to it. So in my mind, it just seems like a throwaway because unless they're going to bring back other characters that were from that, then how is it not a throwaway? I don't think it was a throwaway only because, only because the logic that they're using, that they used in that, oh, I just picked somebody. He, she could have picked somebody. If, I mean, I don't know. It just feels like to me that if they were just going to throw it away, they wouldn't have hired an actor who was playing Quicksilver from, even though it's from a different X-Men, a different type of situation, they still explained it with like a multiverse type of situation. Well, but you know, they also like, I, I that, that particular one, I've always, I, I keep going back and thinking that's really just fan service. Mm-mm. Just because if, if they were going to develop more around it, then I would feel differently. But Agatha had no connection to the multiverse, so she wouldn't have been able to go find someone that was looking that way in another dimension. Mm-hmm. I but I mean, but I felt like it planted the seed for us to be able to accept what's going on in Multiverse of Madness. I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like it was just fan service. I just, I just don't feel like it is. See, I would believe that more if we didn't get No Way Home. Because I feel like No Way Home is what makes us now accept what's happening in Multiverse of Madness. If we never got that and we only had what was in WandaVision, I think I would feel like you do. I just I just think that, I don't know. I just feel like if they were going to do a Quicksilver, they could have easily just casted somebody else. But why? But would, would, would we have had any reaction to it? Probably not. But like, I think that's what they were going for, the reaction. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't Even know. Though people spoiled it before people it aired. Spoiled it, but I just think that they are lying and I don't believe them. And I don't because, believe anything that they say because everything is connected. See, I also feel like I would believe it more if the Professor X that we got was a Professor X that was from the original Fox X-Men movie. Then it was like, then it would make it all come full circle. Like, mm-hmm. oh, but then they chose to go the '90s route, and it's like, okay, so y'all pretend? Are y'all saying that this version just never happened? Then and I, was, I thought it was interesting too. I was like, why? Why would they combine the live action elements, like a live action Professor X, right, mm-hmm. with a yellow wheelchair that we know to have been in? Mm-hmm. The cartoon that was interesting to me and i don't know if that was intentional or not or if they were trying to say that if we did a live action of x-men 97 professor x would be charles you know what it's like would be patrick stewart that's kind of what i'm thinking i'm thinking that that's what they did the same thing that they did with what if we were presented what if as a cartoon but that doesn't technically mean that it was really a cartoon Mm-hmm. It could have been real live action the whole time, but they opted to give it to us as a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what if they're trying to go that route with X Men '97? Like, where you were shown it, 
as a cartoon, but in actuality, it was real. Mm. Or something I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. That's that's going to be something that I think about because, and maybe we just don't see it now or see it yet. But there's a reason why they decided to do combine those two mm-hmm. elements of different X Men. Um, I did not hate Captain Carter. I thought I was going to hate her. I did not mm-hmm. hate her. I like the fact that she didn't look all bulky. I like the fact that she had her hair loose and she wasn't all strict and by the book. I like that about her, even though she was massacred. Um, I do think Captain Marvel with Monica Rambeau, I do want to give props to both of us because both of us were saying that it looks like a woman and it looks like an African-American woman. And I, your girl said it. I think it's, I think it's Monica Rambeau. Is it Maria or Monica? Oh, Maria. My bad. Maria Rambo. I, I was, because I hate that their names start with an M, because I've been going back and forth saying both every time Me I too. talk about it. Too. But um, Maria Rambo. My bad. Oh, Lord, not my glasses off. But yeah, I had a feeling. I told y'all she was British. That was my logic for why I thought it was her instead of anybody else. Because I was like, well, she's British. They were filming in London. This has got to be her. Um... Even after the, all the zoomed in and stuff, I'm like, that is not a man. That is a woman, and she is black with a crop. I mean, it's got to be her. Um, her. The way she played Captain Marvel just made me think that, okay, once again, we have another character. These are the personality traits that this particular character has. It's going to be the same in every universe. No matter what. <laughs> no matter what, it's going to be the same. It's just like what they did um, with Killmonger. He was going to be a terrible person, regardless of where he no was. Matter what. No matter what. And I was I like, like that oh, they dang. gave her her original costume. I love Oh, that, that was her original that, costume? That was the original costume from the comics. The black and the white. She had on the black and was the white. Was it black and white? I thought it was silver gray. And then when she got all powerful, it started to glow and everything. But when you look at it. I said, oh, she a bad bitch. Oh, and she had that short haircut. I was like, sis, I want to be Maria Rambo. Who the fuck is Carol Danvers? Right. Um, and with Black Bolt, I feel like that was a waste because I didn't get a, a head to tell of who he was. I don't. Well, he was in the show in humans. Oh well, I didn't watch him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in the was show. Was that the humans character, the actor who played him in Inhumans? Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. that was fan service because I was like, who that? Yeah, I think that that was their way of acknowledging that it did happen because mm-hmm. it did so bad and it got canceled after like a couple of episodes. It, I don't think it ever saw a full release of the full season. Um, I think that the full season ended up getting released on um, Disney Plus, but I don't know for sure if it actually made it the full season on television. But um, now you got me. I'm gonna look it up because he looked familiar to me. He's about to be mm-hmm. in some Star Trek film. I mean, show on Paramount. Um, I will tell you what though, when Wanda killed him, I'm sorry, don't even say that. Don't put that on Wanda. Cause Wanda ain't kill him. He killed himself. Okay, well he killed himself. <laughs> when she took away his mouth, I was like, yikes, sis. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and put it out there. Black Bolt would not have been dead had um Reaver just shut his damn mouth. She had no clue who this man was and what his powers were. But he said, Wanda, do you really want to do that? You know, Black Bolt can kill you with just one scream or something that, uh, through his mouth. She's like, oh, what mouth? Has she he not said a word? She would not have known that that was the ability that he was going to be using against him. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Mm-hmm. That was her. That was his fault. 
That was his fault. Okay, so we did air all eight episodes, but we did not make it. I remember the ending, but I couldn't. Chick with the red hair, horrible. Mm -hmm. Medusa, I think that's her name. Horrible. Okay. Uh Uh-uh. Couldn't do it. Um, Not for me. I'm trying to see what else from the movie. Um, I didn't think Juan was going to make it. Our boy made it through, which makes me think that they're going to be using Juan for other things. Um, Tonight's tonight. Over again. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you know what? I should have known that they were going to keep Wong around because Mm -hmm. Wong was the one that was going to get these folks. I I actually think they would have they know we would have been pissed. Not because we have we love Wong just that much, but it's like now you're just killing off people just to kill people off. Right. Because like Wong spent most of his time hanging off a cliff. Um, no, don't do that. Now, I will say, I wanna go back to the Illuminati deaths. So Black Bolt. Watching the E V breakdown of that, it was much worse than I got when I first looked at it. So Evie paused it. So he's like, you see the look of panic on his face when he yes. realizes his mouth is gone. But then you see him scream inside. And when he screamed, you actually can see the ripples around his mouth from the force of it, but the fact that it couldn't come out. And then he said that you see like the you know the head actually explodes back. Yes, you do. Then the, but then the hel- the helmet thing keeps it concealed and he's like if you look you can see that his brain is running down inside of his helmet he said then you see the eyes go completely bloodshot red you see the nose is running with blood and then he just falls over like seeing it broken down in the frames like that i was like oh my god i mean it was i said i was like marvel really went for it okay sam y'all really let sam do his thing can we discuss can, can you help me understand what Reed Richards was doing or he I thought he was going to be doing? I think he was trying to talk to the person that was inside. No, because he reached out. Did he? Yeah, he threw his hand out, his arm started stretching towards her, and then she turned him into a Twizzler. <laughs> but I was like, what did you, as the, as Mr. Fantastic, the rubber band, think you were going to do against someone who just made his mouth disappear. Baby. And then the fact that she blew his little head up too. I was like, Wanda, now you doing too much. He already lost all his body. You made his head explode. And then <laughs> Evie did the breakdown on Captain Carter too. Like you see, you know, they fight. She decides she wants to say, oh, I could do this all day. Somebody in the group that I tagged you in today said, <laughs> Captain Carter was like, I could do this all day. And he says, Wanda making it a half day. That's what she did. But she's like, he he broke it down and did some pause frames. So you see Wanda throw the shield back, obviously go straight through. He said, if you watch in the background, you can see that she's still standing completely Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. And then he says, you then can see that the top half falls off. The legs are still standing. And I was like, and then, okay, so, Miss, I mean, Captain Marvel, that was a stupid death to me. 
I was really upset with this death because I'm like, you got the strongest outside of Wanda at this moment, strongest Avenger who dies because a statue falls on her. She has she has lifted many things. She has flown through spaceships, but this statue falling through her quicksilver. Now, I was talking to one of my coworkers today, talking about how if you really watch it, you see how strategic Wanda was with this fight with her. So there's like you know, sis is flying at her. And Wanda throws herself back. Mm-hmm. And as she's throwing herself back, she's lifting up parts of the ground to create a buffer between her and and Maria. So she's softening the blow by the time that Maria actually gets to her. I was like, this girl was so calculated. With the, and the fact that she could think of this stuff off the top of her head, because, I mean, you have to be like, you have a woman flying at you. You know that you might not be able to fight her and win based off of pure strength. Right. So you outthought her. Like you you slowed her down. Then you kept her at bay long enough for her shields and all of her armor to come off so she can die from a statue. And then we get Professor X. <laughs> By far the most disappointing death. It ever. was. He looks so old. I know he okay so he's the strongest telepath goes inside her head and tries to pull Wanda up from under the rubble where the TV is. And it just gets his head snapped. And I'm just like, okay, so what made, okay, I shouldn't have laughed, but I did laugh in the movie and it made me feel really like disgusting. It wasn't the death. It was like afterwards when he was in the chair, he just kind of fell over like this. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like child, Patrick Stewart gave y'all all he had left. He's asleep. Oh my but, um, god. I was really upset with that because I was like, this could have been the perfect time to show a mental battle, like a telepathic battle where oh, he's in her mind and he's like, you know, he's showcasing his skills. I mean, this man can, we saw him do in the, what, in the uh, X-Men movies where he was on Cerebro and he was literally making everybody in the world start to like heal. All the mutants were kept, like about to kill all the humans. That's how strong this man is. He's in her head, and he can't sense the you know this fog is flowing up behind him. He he went in her head and just assumed everything was good. Like I ain't got to worry about myself. Right. I think I also think that it was intentional for some of these deaths to be kind of lackluster. Um, I hope the good deleted scenes include some more because I need deleted uh, scenes. Yeah, combined. Expand on that. The DVD, I'm gonna buy it. But Sam Raimi, he's also said that there were other cameos that he cut because he didn't want it to take away from the plot. So, which is why I think some of these were kind of like luster because, like, there the focus is not on them. The focus is supposed to be on Doctor Strange and Wanda uh, in America. So I don't know. I was like, mm, this is a little disappointing. But also, I really don't think they were important or played an integral part. I do believe, though, that they just wanted to showcase the, how the multiverse is going to work or how it does work. And we're going to be seeing those characters again. I do not want to see Captain Carter on a What If episode. But you can give me, if you wanted to, honestly, I'm at a part, you can give me a, maybe a, a holiday special with Captain Carter. I want to see it again. Girl, you served your purpose. Get. Get now. Now Get. that I've seen Maria... I don't mm-hmm. mind seeing a what if episode of her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are we gonna get one if they already killed her? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. 
but I mean, she can come back in another universe. Mm -hmm. But that's so, the thing. I wonder if they're going to. I mean, they could. What if pull people from multiple universes? So I mean, it's out there. It's an option. I will say this though. I will say this that the dopest part for me with Doctor Strange is when he animated that damn dead Doctor Defender Strange. And I was like, this is badass. We were going to see Humboy no more. And I thought that the version, the zombie thing, I thought that maybe he was bitten, not that he was animating the dead body so that he could do whatever he needed to do. Um, oh, does your friend E.V. talk about that third eye? He does, but he doesn't really go into too many details with it. It's like, because in the comics, like the eye of Agamotto or whatever, mm -hmm. like it's symbolized more by him having the eye on his head rather than having okay. the chest or something. Mm -hmm. But one thing he did say, which I thought was very interesting. So you know how um, the Illuminati talks about why they got rid of Doctor Strange and how he was the cause of like encouraging that wiped out all the people in a universe and all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. EV's theory is that the universe that wiped out where all the people wiped out was the one where Sinister Strange was. Where that thing happened and Sinister Strange just watched them die. So he was like, if you go back and watch it, you don't see anybody dead in the town. You see like this red light running around looking like the Flash, but you don't see anyone dead in the town. But when they're walking up to um, like the sanctum, their bones all over the ground. Which for EV, he felt like that meant that these people actually tried to go there for safety, mm -hmm. and they didn't get any safety. He just watched them die. Sinister Strange and his attachment to Christine. I will say this though. I will say this. Doctor Strange, Stephen Strange, in our universe, you were trash for popping up at this wedding, trying to get her to not marry her husband. He for sure pulled a future. You still have a dark hold on my heart. Okay, so well, Evie said that the incursion that happened was with the universe that Sinister Strange was in, and his belief was that the Strange who was in their universe was using the dream thing, but what was it called? Dream. Being a dream walker? Dream walker? Is that what it was? Called? Yeah, he was being mm -hmm. a dream walker, and it was Sinister Strange that he was taking, trying to control when he did oh. that. And Sinister Strange fought back. You know, that particular one was kind of strong. And it was their colliding that caused the rift between the two universes, and that's why everybody over there died. Oh. So, and then okay. the, when they were looking, I don't know what the full events were, but he said, like, if you look in the town, you see no bones in the town. You just see, like, a red stripe just kind of racing around the town like it's Flash. And then when they get up to the sanctum, all you see are bones everywhere, which makes it look like these people were running, trying to get be saved by him. And he kind of was looking from the tower, much like he was looking down at Strange and Christine when they walked up. I was like, well, that's kind of deep. But I was thinking that when I watched it, I was like, where are all the people here? So they're just saying that what it looks like after the incursion is what we saw in the Sinister Strange universe. So Things just got out of hand. And then I my guess is also that, that Sinister Strange has probably done some dream walking as well. 
being so with the dark hole basically at his hip literally i wish they would have talked a little bit more they kind of mentioned it in passing i wish that they would have talked a little bit more about how the dark hole was the reason why wanda was acting so out of pocket for herself you know mm. they kind of they kind of say it but don't really really say it um what kind of stuff did you want them to say like I wanted them to be like, it's the dark hole. She's acting like this because of the dark hole, the dark hole, the dark hole. And they kind of, they kind of, you know, kind of mention it, but they don't really dwell on it, and they just kind of keep it moving. It to me, it's more clear to me that the dark hole kind of warps you. They explained it a little bit more at the end with Sinister Strange, with it actually being attached to his hip and how he be acting, so or how he was acting. And well, uh, I guess it, it's. They, I'm guessing they did it that way because no one there really knew what she was doing with the dark hole for them to know that it did it that way with her. So these other examples were people who were already pretty established with it, I guess, and they were better suited. I don't know because you know other people were explaining the connection that those people had with the dark hole, but. You know, Wanda just kind of showed like, hey, well, here's this dark hole book that I've been reading. Tells me that I can do one, two, three, and four. So just give me six because I found my kids using this thing. But I don't know. It was an int- I, I maybe I'm probably in the minority here. I thought the ending was whack. Like, yeah, like yeah, I was like, you know, I maybe I built myself up too much for this. But when you have a sorcerer like Doctor Strange who can do the things that he does with magic mm-hmm. or sorcery. I would have loved to see a battle between he and Wanda, much like the one we saw between Thanos and him. Oh yeah. Where they had completely different types of abilities, but we saw like, I don't think it would have been a stalemate because it was really much like a stalemate between him and Thanos. They were just canceling each other out left and right. And I think the only reason he ended up giving up the time stone is because what he was about to kill somebody else or something. He gave him up because he he that was the only way for him to do it. Mm. So it was just like I would have loved to have seen that, but instead we got America sending her there and having these kids get scared because the wicked witch of the West is over here choking her out. I can't ooh, I liked how they made the portals look. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Cause it it didn't it didn't look corny. It didn't look you know whimsical. I thought it was cool how they had them kind of looking jagged. I liked that. I liked that part a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like technically this is kind of like this is an origin story for America. Excuse me. Um, do you think we're gonna see her again? I'm guessing so. Since she's training at the same the now. I was well, like, well, I mean, we're not the same thing, but wherever they are. Yeah. So I think that. She was a waste to me. I understood her purpose, but I kind of almost felt like Brian, like, I'm sick of this always running around, running. Like, if I had an ability, whether I was scared of it or not, somebody's going to have to learn how to control this. She was like eight when her mom's got sucked away. Mm-hmm. Not once in all of that did you say, you know what, I'm scared of this, but I'd rather learn than to always just be scared and just dropping into universes, not knowing where I'm going. Like, I feel like that's scarier than learning how to use the power. And I guess it's probably, it's root, obviously rooted in the trauma of seeing her mom's get, okay, pause. That was literally 
on, the only real gay thing that this movie had in that country was Saudi Arabia was like, we're not showing this unless you take out the 10 seconds where her moms are there together, where they did nothing intimate. So mm-hmm. I think she reached up at her, the bees was on her arm, she screamed, and they got sucked away. Outside of that, she had the rainbow flag on her, and this is Amor, Amor or something like mm-hmm. that. Love is love. But my thing is, maybe America Chavez, is, she's, she's not straight. But in this movie, it seemed more that they were angry at the fact that she had moms. And her pins and stuff seemed more like her supporting the moms that she had and the love that they gave her when she was a kid until she sent them off into whatever universe. Mm-hmm. I would love, I, even then, there's another thing like you saw them get sucked away. You were terrified, but these are, you did not, never said, you know, I need, I want to see if I can find them. You jumped through 72 of them. Maybe that's what she was looking for them. But, but she wasn't doing it intentionally. She only used the power because she was scared. So, ooh, well, hold on. Well, let me, Karen, Jackie, y'all here? I just, I don't know. Just like, I think, I thought it was really weird that every time they went from universe to universe, they landed in a spot in the universe that was just like the place that they were at. How come they didn't just land up in Japan somewhere? Because Dr. Strange is not based in Japan. I know, but they landed in the world. They could have landed anywhere in the world every time they popped up at the Sanctum. But it, because the Sanctum is in New York, and that's where Dr. Strange is. I know, but they could have they could have landed in LA. Who's Why didn't they land in LA? Who's in LA? Nobody had to be in LA. That's what my thing is. It's like you go, you travel in the multiverse, but you always go to the same spot in every universe. It just feels weird to me. Maybe there's a connection with her and Doctor Strange, right? Mm. Because even in the very beginning, she was just like, "You're supposed to be my friend." So maybe. That's why they always pop up in New York because that's where Doctor Strange is. That's what that's. But she only her. said that she only had one Doctor Strange to try to kill her. Yeah, the one that we saw. Doctor Strange was trying to kill her. Yeah, I know, but I'm like, but she never said that she met multiples of him. Is it like you know the last version of you that I met tried to kill me? How, why should I trust you? Oh, that's true. So I'm like. You go through the okay. So I know that he said it. he's like, "Oh, I trust you because every time you use the powers, we went exactly where we needed to go." She won't with them then. That was him and her, like Christine. I don't know. I just feel like if you have the ability to jump from universe to universe, you wouldn't just pop in the same spot every time. That's true. I just don't. Mm, I don't believe it. I don't know. And maybe she didn't before she met Doctor Strange. Maybe she, maybe she popped up in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Just like, how she know where Wanda was? She didn't. Yes, she did. Wait, because which part? at the end of the movie when she oh. opened up the portal, they popped up. How, how you know that's where that was? You ain't never seen that house. You don't know where that is. How you just pop up in him? Because from what I could gather, this is the only universal Wanda had kids outside of her own. Because if it was another one, she wouldn't have kept going to just this one. Mm. So I'm like, this is all the only one. How you know? You just punched the star and you just went there? You ain't got tele- telepathic powers. She never knew where Wanda was. Wanda was Wanda snatched her. Both the times she was with Wanda was because she got snatched. I know, but the time when she popped up at the house, she was the one who punched her again and then opened up the portal to the house. Oh, she said, I'll take you where you want to go. 
Mm-hmm. But she was also already in that world. She had already been there. Before she, she never go to her house. She ain't been. She how she knows she lived at twenty eight hundred Commerce Drive. But uh, <laughs> I guess she did. <laughs> Unless there's some there's parts about her powers where she's a little bit more. She's I don't know, but they don't really do a good job of explaining that. They're, mm-hmm. We don't get any nuance with American Chavez. None. We just get that hey. She can create star portals to jump through the multiverse. That's all we know about her. Oh, mm-hmm. her parents may or may not be dead. Mm-hmm. And one was trying to kill her. That's all we know about her. Mm-hmm. And that, that that's that's it. Parents are missing or they dead. She can make star portals. That's why Wanda wants her. And that's it. We don't get any nuance about her powers, what else she can do. I, never, just like, I never understood how Wanda even knew about her ability. Mm. That's the one. That's another thing that I was a little confused about. How did she know that this girl had the ability to jump through portals? They never explained that. She just knew who she was, and and you know they say that the Book of Ashanti <laughs> um, is like the you know the yin to the yang of the dark hole. The dark hole. But and then apparently in the Book of Ashanti, because I'm gonna keep saying Ashanti. In the book of Ashanti, there's a star in there, so she's been prophesized as well, just like the Scarlet Witch. But it does not appear that there's like that communication between them. Like, oh yeah, there's going to be this girl. Go find her. Her name is America. But I don't know. Well, maybe was... it came up in her studies, or maybe she maybe she saw America. Mm. I'm gonna have to. Mm. I'm gonna have to hit up Kevin. We need to talk. I need to be on the writing team. I need for you to explain these things. Don't cut out 40 minutes of story that would have explained this to me. Well, that's on Sam. Mm-hmm. But the 40 but, minutes, but what the 40 minutes explain some stuff? I will say, overall, it was a film I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I'm still not sure yet if it lived up to the hype that I gave it. But I enjoyed it. It definitely wasn't a 4 out of 10. Your co-worker is weird. Oh, she trash. I actually gave it. I gave it a seven. Yeah, about there. Seven. I gave it a seven because I gave it a seven, and I gave Spider Man an eight because I don't feel like Spider Man is the most amazing Marvel film, but it was definitely great. It was was fan service if you ever seen it before. Very fan, very much fan service. I never. What is the best Marvel film? Then we can close out by you telling us what your what you think is the best Marvel film. This is going to sound so cliche. Well, I think, and I'm going to take out Black Panther. Ah, you can't. I'm taking it out because every time you talk, I remember you always, it always go to Black Panther. And I feel like that's going to be our default as black people. We're going to always default to Black Panther. It was just so good. Even like it was so good and the story was so much. But that like Black Panther, aside from all the action, had one of the best stories mm-hmm. being told via this film. Like, Unfortunately, you won't be able to talk about it. Okay. Um, the original Doctor Strange is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> I can't even say Endgame. I don't know. You took away Black Panther. I don't know what to mm-hmm. say. Well, what about I, you? What do you think? Of all of the films taking out Black Panther, I'll be controversial here, potentially. But for me, it's going to be between Winter Soldier and Civil War. Ah. Winter Soldier was so good. It was was so good. good. It was so good. And Civil War was good, but I think Civil War had a good story. 
it was that twist at the end that really got you like, oh, shit. Like with that moment when you're watching that video playing and you realize what you're about to see. It's like before Tony even knows it, we all sitting in the seat like, oh, my God. No, right. no, no. And his emotional response to that was so relatable. It's like, I hear you. I know this is your friend, but your friend killed my parents. And I'm about to fuck him up. <laughs> And that's see, and that's why everybody be loving. They love, love, love to say that Captain um, America is so this and he's so that, and mm-hmm. he's so loyal. He's so this. I'm just like, is he though? Because to me, I feel like there was a better way to handle that situation. I mean, just like Tony said when he was talking, about, and uh, Cap said he's my friend, and Tony's like, I thought I was too. It's like I thought like there was a better way. Because in my mind, I'm thinking you had a friendship with Bucky. Nobody's taking it away from you. But for the last couple years, we've been we've almost died from aliens. We have we've gone through we've seen whole cities raise up and you and I were working together to get through that. None of that mattered. Because that's what it would have felt like to me. None of that mattered to you. And that so was trash. It's just like no. That was trash. And that's why I was just like, I couldn't rock with him after that because it was just like Bucky been on ice forever in the day. Tony's been right here. And you know that he killed his parents. You know that. And then try to mm-hmm. add like, and that what bothered me the most is like he tried to act like the ass whooping wasn't warranted. Mm-hmm. That's what pissed me off. He didn't know what he was doing. I'm like, but it don't matter. Tony was like, he killed my mom. That's what he said specifically. Mm-hmm. He killed my mom. And that was another thing too that I wish that they would have um, played up a little bit more the relationship between Tony and his dad. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see more of that. I mean, you kind of get it a little bit at the end of Iron Man when you know where he has the, um, or Iron Man 2, when the whole Stark Industries, how it's all built, all that good stuff. I wish we could have got more of that. And then we don't really get any more of Tony's relationship with his dad until Endgame. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was trash. They could have been building on that um, while they weren't so close or that thing. So Civil War, not Civil War. Winter Soldier's probably elite. Yeah, that was the action was so amazing. It was so good. It was that whole street scene was so. I appreciated that film so much because they fought like real people rather than superheroes. It was like hand to hand combat, shooting lightning. Then to me, that showed to me it made me respect Black Widow even more because this was out here fighting with super soldiers like. You know what? It, I do. I'm jumping off this building. What? <laughs> but um, we've, talk, mm. we've, we've talked for two hours. Two hours. Which we knew we would. We knew we would. And I'm going to close out this episode with this. I put this in the TV group. I'm just going to read it out loud for y'all. Can we talk about how <laughs> trash strange is? So you really going to show your happy ass up in Christine's wedding and try to confess your love to her still? You didn't do right in your solo effort. You ain't do shit in none of the other uh, universes. F you and your I love you in every universe. And then I followed it with, okay, and he took a page from the book of Future. Did you know that, you know, those memes be circulating where they got Future reaching out to the ex-girlfriend. So I think it's strange that somehow after all these years, you still got a dark hold on my heart. Jesus. And you know, and you know the fuck boys got to end it with something like, "Tell your mom I said, hey." Doctor Strange don't have a mama. I, oh, there was one thing I liked about Doctor, and then we have to go because it's late. It's late for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I noticed is I wish we would have got a little bit sooner that in Dr. Strange, you kind of hear a little bit about his history, about what happened to his sister, um, which I had no idea of. And I thought it was interesting because it kind of shed some light on. So I think his sister dying and him not being able to do anything about it is the reason why he's such a control freak. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish they would have talked about that a little bit more as well. But we don't get any of that. And you don't get it until the end where you find out we had a sister that we lost. She died in the ice or whatever, whatever. And I was just like, that's why he be acting the way that he acted, which would have been lovely to get in Doctor Strange 1 to see why he's so cocky and mm-hmm. his ego is so driven. Like, that would have been nice to know that he's like that because he wasn't able to save his sister. So he's trying to he's trying to save these people. It boosts his ego and um, kind of allows him to be a savior. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an article that says Doctor Strange's uh, Donna Strange's death was almost in the first Doctor Strange movie. That it would have been helpful been in the first movie. Yes, like, it, it would only make sense that they would have put it in the first movie. Because, like you said, it would have given us so much more understanding for how he became the person he is. So far, we've only seen him as being cocky. Mm-hmm. Him being cocky and him being a control freak are completely different things. He has this love of con- need for control mm-hmm. because he did not, he wasn't able to save her. He's cocky because he's an ass. Like, so, and then like, what it didn't, Christine said something like that. Like he, he always needed to have the knife or something. Yeah. So. Ooh, when she told him I could have never loved you that way. Damn. I yeah, said, when, when, so? when, when he formed his lips to tell her that mess at her, what pissed me off even more is that he did that right after she told him that she wanted to introduce him to Charles, who is her now husband, because he's a huge fan. And then you use that as opportunity. Like, well, hold on, let me tell you. Come here real close. Right. Let me tell you, like, girl, I know I want that good, but, you know, it's because I was trying to do these things, but, you know, I still love you. You know what? Trash. That's trash. But, Blurds, we've talked your airs off. I am tired and hungry. Dove Cat looks tired, even though she wasn't tired when we started. Cause I'm she's, crashing. She's an elderly person. And oh. it's, hitting, it's hitting her her bedtime. <laughs> so, next week, we will be watching Daredevil and Titans. Um, yeah. And I guess that's it. Oh, and the Batman. Um, I have separately committed to trying to watch Smallville. I've never watched Smallville. Oh, I, don't, um, I can't tell you. I can't. And I've committed to doing five episodes a week. So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, Birds, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Thank <laughs> you.